thing, doing your thing. We are here uh, with a brand new look. Same great taste. Uh, <laughs> hence the cereal g g g gif when I tweeted it out. I was like, look, same great taste. Um, Melissa. Yeah. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. That's I am. How are you? I'm doing all right. That seemed very <laughs> pensive. Of of just like but, yes, I'm I'm doing yeah. all right. I, I no, guess. I'm just thinking about how you you tweeted out a gif of cinnamon toast crunch, and I'm trying to think into my past when it has ever looked different. <laughs> as far as I know, it's always been the same. Yeah, I I I remember. I think there was a moment there. I could be wrong. I might just be making this up. I feel like mm. they had a moment there where they started to put more cinnamon sugar on hmm i don't know but it's always been the taste you can see right yeah yeah like it 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 that that used to be their 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 whole thing of of like kids love it and adults have no idea why it and they're just like no you dummy it's the taste you can see and they, they were just like okay whatever that means like, <laughs> like i can't see that a flake is frosted <laughs> I mean, maybe you have bad eyesight. Who knows? Kyle, I feel like we talk about cereal a lot. Hey, cereal is good. Don't hate on cereal. Cereal is good. I'm going to the store tomorrow morning. I'll have to get more I, cereal. Yeah. I just finished a box of Reese's Puffs. How many times do you eat a new cereal? Like, like or one have you that just I've been eating the had? same one for like the last six years? Like like a new brand, new, like I'm never getting off of cinnamon toast crunch yeah, ever. Or just like, or like picking up a novelty cereal because I can't remember the last time gotcha. I bought anything that wasn't plain rice checks or cinnamon toast crunch. Take back that same great taste uh, comment. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, uh, when was the last time I I bought a new cereal? Yeah. You know, it's probably been years, to be honest. But I just, I'm sorry, I just remembered when I was like 12 or 13, it was my mom's birthday and one of my cousins, apparently they'd been visiting once and my mom made a joke that she wished like Cookie Crisp was actual cookies. Uh-huh. So my cousin gave my mom a box of crumbled up cookies and like <laughs> she took the box, she like pasted paper on it. She drew over it. It's like Anne's special cereal cookies for Anne. Amazing. And it is these like chocolate covered kind of graham crackery type of cookies that you just like break up into little like quarter size pieces and throw in the box. And I ate some of it and the cookie middles just dissolved they're yeah. not designed to be in milk for that long so i'm left with like a, a bunch of gunky like hollow chocolate shells <laughs> so it's just uh you know graham silt Wonderful. <laughs> and, and chocolate shells and milk and it's just a mush and i'm like well i've already started this all I'm foods 12. i like what am i gonna do right yeah <laughs> i guess i guess i'm gonna finish this <laughs> That's good. No, I like I'm I'm thinking back to when like uh o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o o
Yeah. Happened. I think I bought a box of those. That may have been the last time that I bought something new. That was a long time ago. Man. I, For defunct cereals, I got to give it up to Cinnamon Crunchers. Cinnamon I think crunchers. it was within like the Frosted Flakes family. It was like a Frosted Flake, but the flakes were bigger, crunchier, and cinnamon. If I, I'm going to Google it too, because if I saw the box. Oh, it's a red box. I see. Yeah, it's just, it's Frosted Flakes, but they have cinnamon instead. Not Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cinnamon Crunchers. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's spelled. No, I'm yelling at Google. Like oh. I tried to Google cinnamon crunch cereal, and it's like <laughs> we think we know what you're about, and I'm like, you don't. You never have. Cinnamon crunchers with a K. Cruncher, cow crunchers with a K. Yeah. I uh, also there was right there, and they're like they're great too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, that was a breakfast. I also really dug. <laughs> Again, another cinnamon cereal. It was a Scooby-Doo cereal with cinnamon bones. And, and like of course marshmallow you would get the Scooby-Doo one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll brand. take any Scooby-Doo tie-in. On brand. If they made like a Fred Jones cologne, I would buy it <laughs> for my husband that I don't have. Buy our new scent. Let's split up. <laughs> it's an ascot in a bottle right <laughs> um <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to the captain's log this is number 105 my name is kyle Big. springer and i am joined by melissa wilkinson melissa how are you I'm, you asked me already. I, I, I told you I was thinking about cereal. I, I did, but yeah, we went down on that that actual tangent of cereal. But like, how how is Melissa? Period. Like, uh, just in, <sighs> what's what's going on in your mind? What's something that's worrying you? <laughs> My parents are going on a trip. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I because they I had it planned. Like, understand that. They planned it months ago. They're going on a bike trip with their bike group. Okay. They're all going to Sturgis, South Dakota. Oh man. Which is where motorcycle people go. I've I have been the, through uh Montana and Wyoming in the middle of the big Sturgis rally and they were fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It was wild. And, and like they did this thing cuz like up in like the west or like the wild west stuff, everyone knows each other or they all act like they they do or they're mm. all super friendly. So literally everyone on a bike that you passed would like they would give you the peace sign, but instead of just like holding it up, they would hold it down. Like to the side like of legs? the bike. No, not like via oh. up or a town dead down, but like <laughs> extending their arm out to one side. Okay. Okay. And yeah, like dead down towards the ground. It's hard to show here on camera, but yeah. No, I yeah. get what you're talking about. And every time they'd be like, peace, my brother. Or at least that's what oh, my good. dad would say. When, when he passed yeah. him, he was like, I don't know who these people are, but I would just go like, peace, my brother. 
I told dad I was worried that they were going to Sturgis. And he thought I was worried about tough biker gangs. And he's like, well, there oh, yeah. are some rough customers, but they're mostly on the outskirts of Sturgis. And we're going to be staying closer to the city center where there's many safe activities planned. I'm like, dad, I don't, <laughs> I don't care about that. biker gangs. I care about germs. Yeah, there's a you pandemic right now. I, I don't know. Like, Ev, it's been planned for a long time. They're... They do want to support the people of Sturgis who rely on things like this yeah. for their commerce. And they're like, we have packed everything. Like, my parents are very safe people in general. So I hope they're going to be okay. They're going to be gone for a week. Yeah, that's rough. Because it takes two dry, it takes two days to bike up there. So they're only going to be there for three days. And the other four days, they're just going to be driving. So I guess... That's the thing that those days should be safe that I don't really get with my parents, too, because when I, 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 t I talk to them each weekend and they go back and forth on on this. Yeah. And we went to go pick the dogs up from the, the, the vet and they had a whole thing where they had like washed pe pens and unwashed pens and yeah they were like that's fantastic like that way I can pick up one that hasn't been touched or, you know, has, has been mm -hmm. washed sign what i need to sign and then put it in the unwashed pens one and then we went to the bank after after that and they were making us all use the same pen and and like they they complain about that stuff and then like i i i call them and they're they're like oh yeah your dad's not here he's uh showing some people around town they're out at some restaurant right i was like what do you do like why why are you like hanging out with people? You shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> like, I don't get how you can go from like, it's, it's just, it's so much whiplash. <laughs> I don't know, but. Oh, I guess I can't. I've tried to stop them. I mean, not like. If they're wearing aggressively. their mask, if they're being yeah, just safe, like, <laughs> like that's at, at least like bottom line, like at least do that. And like enforce they that. are, <laughs> but in the middle of Sturgis, though, that seems like there's going to be a lot of people there. Oh, the, my mom was telling me that like in one part of the city center they're going to, like they made sure that the parking, like the the community itself, made sure parking is not where the entrance is. Like you're not going to park and then walk right up. So there's not going to be you. people getting in and out of vehicles and people coming in and out of a door in the same space. And I'm like, well, that's, that's solid thinking, I guess. Yeah. I hope they're just going to go to, well, they're going to Deadwood, which as far as I know, just looks like the TV show. So it's like <laughs> a big wide open street. That's exactly what I was thinking. Room for too. several horses across. This is a four horse town right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of Deadwood and TV shows, my my parents also also like often ask me for like t TV show recommendations and stuff, uh -huh. and I I try and tell them some things every now and then, just like I think you guys would like this, or I think you guys would like that, and I remember when you and I started watching Mr. Robot, I mentioned mm -hmm. it. On that like oh yeah we just started watching mr robot and of course my mom was like oh we should give that one a shot and i was like well i don't like i'm i don't know if you guys would like this one it's like 
about hacking and it's about it's like anti-consumerism and anti-corporations and fuck capitalism and stuff and, st and stuff like that and i'm just like i don't i don't know if you guys would really vibe with that and so they're like all right it's fine and then uh they they called me again and just act like they had never heard of the show uh, and I was like, yeah, we, we just finished up, Mr. Robot. It was fantastic. I loved it. It was great. And they're like, oh, do you think we would like it? Like, well, probably not. And they go, well, we'll, we'll try it anyway. It's like, we'll see. <laughs> I was like, okay, enjoy. It's fantastic. But I don't know if that's like, that's not the TV show you were looking for. <laughs> yeah. I told my dad about it. My mom wouldn't, uh, would not enjoy. Uh -huh. <laughs> but my, I, I, she would not strongly dislike it. I think anything where there's like curse words or fighting. I feel like that's uh, most my mom doesn't TV like shows. Though, yeah, but I think we've talked about how my mom watches a lot of murder dramas. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I don't think anyone on Law and Order like says hell very often, and I so I think that works for She's her. She's missing out. I don't know. She's missing out on a whole <laughs> lot of hell. On a hell of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I told my dad about Mr. Robot, and he liked Christian Slater and the word hacktivist. Yeah. My, so he's Once I in. mentioned I mean, Christian Slater, my mom was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I, 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 I think parents that, love him. Yeah. <laughs> Take Christian Slater home to mom. Yeah. But I'm going to lend my dad uh, the box that when he gets home. Uh, as a reward for surviving, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So speaking of t TV shows, once again, um, I feel like I am seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Melissa, oh. I have been, I, I have felt like I've been behind on all of my TV shows for the past like three years. And because we've been in quarantine and basically just staying at home, I have mm. watched so much TV. It's so fast, right? I've, I've been talking the past couple of weeks about all of the like DC comics, CW shows and stuff like that. Uh, we, I, we crossed off Mr. Robot. Uh, I crossed off Dark off my, 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 my list. We started mm. Lucifer on the rugby yeah. show i started season two uh this past week uh so i'm i'm finally zooming along with that show um, nice yeah and once i knock out lucifer which is supposed to get season five i think sometime in august i don't remember exactly mm. when but sometime sometime then um once i get done with that show i feel like i'm over the hump and it's like it's all downhill from 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 here. I can <laughs> I can see it. I can knock out the rest of my Netflix shows, which is like season two of Umbrella Academy, which came out yeah. today. Uh, season one of Lock and Key. I still haven't seen the old g -g 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 Guard. Hold on, about to sneeze. Maybe okay. not. <laughs> it's gone. Okay. <laughs> There we, go. we scared it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you're live on air. Don't do this. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like I, I like this is something that I kind of thought about and realized this week and was just like, I, mm -hmm. I feel 
good because of this. Like I like this is making me yeah. happy that I, I I'm like, oh, there's a weight like lifted off of my shoulders. Feels nice. No, I get that. I'm almost done with uh, season two of So Weird, okay. which means I'm almost done with the initial protagonist because she left right. at the beginning of season three. And then there's a n- one last season with a, like her cousin. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, you, you've been taking your t- time with that one. Just checking in I don't, every now and then, seems like. I don't binge things. I, I right. never have. Well, I mean, I, for certain things, like, like two years ago when I read all the Dresden Files novels, like I read all of them in a row for like nine straight months. Like I'll do it with a book series. But when it comes to TV shows, no, I won't just sit there and go through like a couple episodes a day or a couple episodes a week even. I started Gilmore Girls three years ago, and I'm still halfway through season three. <laughs> I just, I watch things very slowly. I mean, it, it, that's that's one way to do it, because the, the more you space it out, like that's supposed to help with your like long-term memory of stuff right mm. like i i feel like i remember a lot about seinfeld because i watched it all the damn time on reruns yeah. and stuff like that and it was just like oh dad just got home from work but to me it's about six which i think seinfeld is on you know and so we would turn it on and that was it and i, I like i i i i've never sat down to watch that show like from start to finish i don't think i've seen the entire thing but there, mm. there's so much of it that I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's like that one scene where they go to the restaurant and they <laughs> don't even get to eat the entire time, right? <laughs> um, like, I, I, I can do so much of that stuff. Whereas binging things, I feel like I can watch a lot more shows, but I don't necessarily mm. remember some of them. Yeah. Like, the, 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 no, there I are understand ones that, that. that stand out, right? Of just like, oh, yeah. that was great. That was amazing. But then, yeah, there's some that was just like, yeah, I I watched that whole thing, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Another thing I've realized is that I have a real sitcom blind spot. Like I watched so many sitcoms growing up mm-hmm. and up through like high school and college. But as an adult, I don't like have a sitcom and I don't know what it is. There's so many of them that I've seen assorted episodes of. I feel like it's Venture like I've seen Brothers. Yeah, I guess it's a comedy, but I wouldn't classify it as a sitcom. I'm talking about like I have seen some Parks and Rec, some Community, some Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've not seen all of those. I've seen some Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Like every sitcom out there, I've seen like three episodes of and not anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like I'm missing out of. Culture in general, because even if people have different sitcoms, everybody has a sitcom, sure. and I—I I don't know, I don't somehow. Yeah, right. Right now, I'm going through Bob's Burgers and rewatching Community. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's well, kind of the ones that just every so, so often that that one that I'm not binging. I've been watching it with my girl friend. And just whenever we have time, like, hey, you want to watch some Bob's Burgers? Like, yeah, sure. So that's one of those. Maybe things, that's but... why I don't watch sitcoms. It's something that a 
a couple does. <laughs> it can be alone some bachelor. I feel like something I've noticed is that one of the reasons why I watch a lot of YouTube videos is that it is a person talking to me. Yes. I mean, of course, if I'm watch if I was watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, Andy Samberg's talking to me, but not the same way like a guy here to give me uh, <laughs> the history of the Winchester Mystery House is talking <laughs> to me. Yeah. Like vlogs and cooking videos and little fact videos like uh, the, uh, video game reviews movie reviews all that sort of thing anything with a host i like where there's a host and the host's talking to me yeah yeah speaking of 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 which uh we watched it, i'm not sure if you've watched it yet but we watched an interesting movie uh yes. for the review show this week the vast of night um, yeah, and something that I did not know. It it does not have a host, does not have a narrator per se, but it it started off in a way that I did not expect, and it yeah. kind of has a like Rod Sterling like uh, start to like a Twilight Zone spoof, mm. uh, which I I liked. But uh, we'll be t- 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 talking more about that one on Sunday. Um, yeah when we record the review show and stuff like that but melissa mm-hmm. i'm really excited because this next week i am taking a mini staycation oh at home yeah i i just i asked my boss this past week i was like you know what i feel like taking some time off like mm-hmm. can i just t- take off like monday through wednesday and just not do anything, and she was like, "Yeah, that's fine." So I'm I I have off Monday through Wednesday. My vacation has already started. Ooh, yeah, it's 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 a crazy week here at 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 the uh, Casa. I don't even know what you call my house. Casa de my house. There we go. <laughs> my roommate just quit mm-hmm. her job uh mm. she is kind of had an abusive boss uh and Ooh. finally bit up the nerve to be like you know what suck it sayonara suckers mm-hmm. um and so she p- put in her t- two weeks two weeks back uh and today was her final d- d- day she already has a new job lined up uh is, oh, good. is the same amount of money same amount of hours and they were like hey take the next week off just like go just go to the beach do what you need stuff like that and she's she's been so psyched about that uh and yeah now i'm taking off like monday through through wednesday i wish i was taking off monday through friday uh but only to wednesday but i have nothing planned I'm going to play video games and be a bum. <laughs> do you like having nothing planned? I do. I mean, I'm, I... I'm, I'm kind of like that in general. Like, that's what I uh-huh. do anyways. I just watch TV and read comics and play video games. But that's that's ultimately really what I enjoy. And so, it, like, if I get the opportunity to be like okay you can do anything what do you want to do it's like well i 
I, I want to play video games. Like, I, I just want to sit here and watch TV. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm not like, let's go hiking or let's go camping or, or let's go uh, tour a bunch of museums or stuff like that. That's fun every now and then. But, I, like, I just for the most part, I'm fine just being at, at home doing nothing. I couldn't do it. I have vacation time. I think this whole year I have taken two vacation days, maybe. Mm -hmm. I forget how many. I think I have like three weeks or something. Three gotcha. weeks and change I can use an entire year. And normally they let us roll over 40 hours from one year to the next if we don't use it. But now they're letting us roll over 80 hours. It's like, where's any? Nobody's going on a vacation this year. Mm -hmm. Unless you're my retired parents. But even then, I'm still, even if I choose to knock all 80 hours to next year, there's still some days that I have that I could take off, but I don't, I do not like to. I do not like to not be working when I'm supposed to be working. Yeah. And if I take a day off, it has to be for like a very, specific, specific purpose that makes sense. like an event something i have to do i just I can't like, just lay around it, like it's 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 a weird thing because work uh two weeks ago was maybe a little busier than i expected but this past like week or, or so has been really slow at, at 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 work so it's not like i'm necessarily overworked mm. from work but yeah it's just it's it's been one of those things where it's like it's a mix of work and I haven't been sleeping and I've been trying to do some redesign stuff for the podcast, hence the whole like mm. brand new look. If 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 you guys listen to this on or as a podcast, you should check it out on YouTube because uh, we have a, like a brand new like motion graphic background Ooh. thing. We have one for the review show as well i've done that one for the past couple weeks um but i i made the one for the captain's log today i'm gonna be making the one for the reactor core this next week i still mm -hmm. have to figure out what i want to do with crossplay because that's our only audio only podcast but we oh. still put it up on youtube so i want something yeah. like visually entertaining or that it's just something that's not a static thing that will burn into someone's tv or yeah. something if they want to watch it that way so who knows but i yeah I, I i like the way things are looking nice it looks nice but yeah i'm i'm excited to do nothing this next week <laughs> i'm having a day of i'm having a slight day of doing nothing tomorrow because my folks will be gone mm -hmm. jams is gonna be at work so i'm going to the house and I'm going to do all my laundry myself for the first time in like four months. Yeah. Because I would go over to my parents' house and do laundry because it's cheaper and faster than doing it with the machines they have here in my complex. But since the, all, everything has happened, uh, yeah. I don't definitely don't want to use the machines in my complex or be around my parents. So I just drop my basket of laundry on the porch and my mom does it and brings it back to me two days later. Which is fine, because that's how my mom works. She's kind of like me in that she always needs to be busy with something. Mm -hmm. This has been a good setup. But I'm like, once I'm going to do my own laundry. I'm going to go to the house. Nobody's going to be there. Do my laundry. I'll see whatever my dad has put on the DVR. That's always a wild time. True. <laughs> yeah, your 
the dad it's like i didn't know you watched L- L- lucifer he's like oh right. yeah i'm in season four it's great right. <laughs> see the stuff that like you recorded five years ago uh puss in boots has been on there for five years i think man i almost forgot about that m- movie it is yeah Speaking of which, I put this on the list this week. Last week, I was talking about feeling like... (laughs) Yes, take it away, Melissa. I was feeling haunted by memories of the movie What Dreams May Come, a movie nobody talks about, and sometimes I wonder if I dreamed. And I wanted to ask you if you had any instances of this. Or just a movie that you feel like that you know that you don't know is real or you do know it's real but nobody else treats it as real like you feel like only you remember this dang thing first of all uh sam is now raiding us with a party of 3 so thank you sam for the raid Whoa, hello um, yeah, hi, hi sam and pals to the show so yeah so movies i feel like only i remember uh okay so wh- i i looked this up before we started recording uh, there's a movie called Red Planet. Mm, you remember that yes. one? Yes. That name is familiar. It, was, it came out in 2000. Uh, it, st- it stars Val Kilmer, Carrie Ann Moss, and Tom Size Muller. Uh, but yeah, it's something that like takes place on Mars. Uh, it's 2056 AD. Earth is in ecological crisis as a consequence of pollution and overpopulation uh Mm -hmm. automated interplanetary missions have been seeding mars with atmosphere producing algae uh as the first stage of terraforming the planet i i I don't remember it beyond that i I just have this like haunting nightmare of of seeing it um (laughs) like i i remember seeing this in theaters i don't remember the movie at all or what happened Mm -mm. or I just remember it was on Mars and it was kind of scary. Like, or at least there were like sequences that were sort was of scary. It, was it like the, the um, natural disaster scary kind of? It might have been. More yeah. like a like a, te- like a t- 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 tense thriller yeah. scary thing. Not not like, oh my god, mm. what's the, there's a ghost. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's the movie Ghosts of Mars, right. which is separate. Yeah, but I like I I mean I I guess that that's not a movie that I talk about enough, but it's one of those ones of like what movie is so forgettable that I forgot about about how did this is the first <laughs> one that was just like I saw some movie when I was like 10 or 11 and it mm. was on Mars and so I was just like early 2000s movie on Mars and it was like red planet I was like that was it yeah after rocket man before right. the martian yeah. it's that and ghosts of mars yeah. and mission to mars i guess i had another one of these movies in addition to what dreams may come so i i went for a walk this week i walked around my complex one of the songs that came up on my you know energetic get up and go playlist was hey ya by outcast okay. <laughs> the perennial classic yeah. we need more songs about lucy lou and every time i hear this song i think of the movie flight of the phoenix do you know this i it's ringing a bell but i don't know where i know it from okay 
uh, this is a movie that I feel like only Wilkinson's know. And it's not like it's a family favorite like we talk about it. I think we just all recognize that we saw it and we carry that memory uh, for no reason. I, I might Nobody be talks about it up this with film. Flight of the Concords. <laughs> They're real different, Kyle. I, look, so Flight I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Flight of the Phoenix is a movie from 2004. This stars Dennis Quaid, Miranda Otto from the Lord of the Rings films, Giovanni Ribisi, Hugh Laurie, and Tyrese Gibson. And I forget when the, it's also, oh, it's a remake of an old movie. So when my dad saw they were going to remake this, he's like, oh, kids, let's watch the original. Let's watch the new version. I think I saw that. No, I'm thinking of Sahara. That's another one that everyone forgot about. <laughs> it's like this Sahara and Hidalgo came out real close to each <laughs> other and we watched all of them. <laughs> but in Flight of the Phoenix, I don't know what year the movie is set in. I know it plays contemporary songs over it because there's a scene where they play Hey Ya by Outcast. But it's a, a, pla- a plane with a motley crew on it. It's like some transport plane or like, you know, I'll pay you 50 bucks to take me from here to there. Yeah. I'm an explorer i'm a traveling salesman i'm a researcher etc so all these assorted people are they're all on a plane the plane goes down in according to imdb the mongolian desert Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter where they are they're in a desert and so they've they've got the wreckage of the plane and they need to rebuild their plane and make it fly out of there this is the whole movie you watch them rebuild the plane hey y'all plays during a scene where they're all Laughing and having a good time rebuilding the plane. As good of a time as you (laughs) can have when you're lost in a desert. But what is stuck with me about this movie is that... So Dennis Quaid is the pilot. And he's like, oh, I'm just a pilot. I I don't know anything about how the planes really work Uh beyond what I need to fly them. I don't know how to construct them. And Giovanni Ribisi is this, like, mysterious egghead. And he's like, well, I know this design. I know the mechanics of this. I can I can draw you up these plans. I can help you rebuild this plane. Yeah. So they rebuild the plane on Giovanni Rapisi's recommendation. He knows everything inside and out. And then I think at the end of the movie, like, when they're trying to fly out there, like something doesn't work. It worked in theory, but not in practice. And Dennis Quaid's like, you have to help me. Like, you know, you know how to build planes. You know how to build planes that fly. And Giovanni Rapisi's like, oh, no, I never said I knew how to build regular planes i build model planes (laughs) yeah i you know what i kind of remember this movie now that you like explain it and i'm i'm like looking at pictures and 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 stuff like that i kind of remember it Um, it's it it is worth the price of admission for giovanni (laughs) rubisi it's one of his finest roles as mysterious egghead i don't know mysterious egghead that's always kind of the 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 things that i like in movies and t- tv shows when they do the credits and someone actually is <laughs> c- credited as something like that <laughs> it's like a mysterious egghead man having a bad day <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, I told you about uh and you listened to an episode because i made you uh all fantasy everything mm-hmm. the comedy podcast where they do fantasy drafts of things that are not sports and the host, Ian Carmel, he's a bigger guy. He's a stand-up. He's a writer. And he's had a couple sporadic bit part acting roles throughout the years. 
And he, there was an episode recently where he's talking about how he played a comic for a scene in some show that was about comics. It might have been uh, Crashing, the Pete Holmes show. I forget. Sure. But he said that he later found out that the way they credited his character, they credited his character in the credits, like after the whole thing was done, was that he was obese comic. <laughs> He's like, I look, I know, but you don't, you don't have to. I couldn't have been, <laughs> I couldn't have been named handsome comic, jolly comic. <laughs> I couldn't have had a, a different name. Good comic, plain. Good <laughs> comic. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's funny. Um, I'm so I, I you you also have a, another thing here in our notes of just like what what are yeah. some of the most obscure movie flops that you saw in their original theatrical runs? I was yes. looking through a bunch of movies of just like early two thousand stuff because that's that's the t- time where I yeah. like I was. Just uh, like starting to be old enough where if I was with my parents, I could probably go see a PG-13 something uh, or I was old enough to finally go see it by myself or with my friends. I didn't go to movies by myself back then, but I do now. It's good. It's fun. Yeah, so I was looking for I just typed in movies that came out in 2002 <laughs> just to see if, if i could like yeah. look at uh movies that i had forgotten about or or stuff like that um let's see first one that i i what was it i was i'm on here hot chick remember that <laughs> one the rob yes. schneider yes uh that was in, out in 2002. So was there Blue Crush? Remember that one? That's oh, the, the surfing one? movie. Yeah. Yes. Or a uh, Kung Pao. Enter the Fist. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's that one. The very same. Yeah. yeah. That was the like one of the first of of the, the those just like really ridiculous nonsensical comedies. Just like mm-hmm. this makes no sense. Uh, let's see what was in two thousand three. Um, that one. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's a. Not many people <sighs> talk about that one. Uh, I just googled forgettable movies of the two thousands. Uh huh. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't call Watchmen forgettable. Agent Cody Banks. Oh, I did see that one. Oh. Uh, what a variety of films they have on this list. They have Master and Commander, 13 Going on 30, and Atlantis all in a row. Master and Commander was, like, I remember that being good. It's true. It's forgettable, but it it was good i was trying to explain master and commander to jack this week like yeah i guess it's technically a war movie and there is a scene where paul bettany has to do surgery on himself but when i look back on that movie it seems like a chill relaxing time no (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember it was because it was mostly just like long, beautiful shots of them sailing and they go to the Galapagos. And before he is to do surgery on himself, I think, Paul Bettany's just like looking at little creatures and tide pools. Yeah. I think one of them, like Russell Crowe plays a violin. I, I borrowed this movie from my dad. I'm going to watch it soon to see to see if that emotional barometer was right or not. Yeah. And Sam, I'm 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 with you. Atlantis was not forgettable. That that is a great one. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Three of the most obscure films I've seen in theaters I have seen with Sam. Mm-hmm. We saw uh Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. I, I actually think I saw that, but on TV, like once it had hit like a d- d- adult oh, swim on oh. like TV. It was like, oh, I can finally watch this when my parents have gone to bed. <laughs> we saw it in the theaters, I think for Sam's birthday. Nice. Uh, we saw Snakes on a Plane in the theaters. We were very hyped for that. We what saw The Spirit. Spirit. Will I? Oh, yeah. Based on the no, Will I, Eisner comic. I So I, I've seen that movie, but only after it came out. I think I torrented mm-hmm. it or something like that. I mean, uh, I, I bought it online uh you know <laughs> uh no but yeah i i've i've seen i've seen that one too that's something we should go back and read at some point on the review show yeah yeah that'd be an I've, i have read. been wanting to look at like historic comics older comics yeah last year it was like the 50th anniversary of 1010 and we were like yeah we should read some 1010 and we never did yeah or watch the movie because that 1010 yeah animated movie was really good too yeah i'd be down for that um i i pitched to uh jams is we have a discord where we all watch movies together Mm -hmm. and i said i really want to do a series on movies that are based on very popular pulp heroes from several decades ago that are no longer popular. Speaking of which, one of the movies that I saw that completely flopped and uh, all that stuff was The Phantom. Was that ah! one on on your, your, on your list? Yeah. Oh, I, did. I wasn't even thinking of The Phantom. You're he right. The like Phantom, The Shadow. The original I was thinking of, Pulp Hero. I was thinking of Dick Tracy. I've never seen that Dick Tracy movie. I want to know what the heck that is. Yeah. Um, of not uh, Avengers as we know him, as we know them, but like the British Avengers with like Emma Peel on the cat suit. Mm-hmm. I want to watch those. I want to watch that Seth Rogen Green Hornet movie. I want to watch the. You're Spirit. not missing much with that Green Hornet Seth Rogen movie. I want to see good. for myself. I. I have found that when somebody tells me I'm not missing something and I check the thing out, I find that I was missing something. I'm still shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> the, a bad movie can never waste my time. A bad uh, yeah, movie you're, you're, cannot hurt me. You're one of those people that like thoroughly enjoy watching a bad movie whereas me i'm just like i'm never gonna get these two hours back my life i could have been doing so many other things it adds an important tool to my mental toolbox of how i think about movies to see things that don't work there there are are things you can learn from them and i think it's worth watching certain 
really bad movies. But you don't, you, you don't need to just go off all willy-nilly like, we're going to watch all of the bad movies! Well, we're not watching all of them, but, like, <laughs> there's some things that I did. Oh, I'd like to see for myself with my own eyes, you know? Sure. And it's not all of them. But one of them might be, I, I, I don't have to finish The Green Hornet, but I want to watch, like, the first act sure. and see how that is. Sure. So I, but that is the setup for this thing. So I, I, I watched The Phantom in theaters. Yeah. Uh, came out, I, I, I guess, in 1996. So I, I saw it, I guess, for my, like, sixth birthday, maybe. <laughs> my parents t took me to go see this. I don't remember this a thing. This was a thing. Thanksgiving release? Uh, well, well, I don't know. When did this come out? Uh, no, released in June. So that what? was nowhere near my birthday. It must have been a summer thing then. Um, huh. maybe it wasn't my birthday. I'm misremembering, but, uh, it, so I, I went to go see it and I don't remember a thing about the movie. I think I also had the novelization, uh, of, <laughs> of that. And it was also yeah. the first movie that I went to that the film burned up in, like in the oh. middle of, um, or, or we had like a power act. Outage or something, and we had to like sit there for like half an hour, and then they like restarted the film. Half an hour. Yeah, it was a long time, but I was like, I want to watch. Well, I guess this. if it was back on film, it might. Yeah, take a it might bit take longer. half an yeah. hour. I my older brother and I went to see The Village. Oh, and, like, I went to go see that too. And like twenty minutes in. Not the the film didn't break. I think it would have been digital at that point, in like two thousand three, two thousand four. But yeah, something about it stopped. You know, and they had to like turn the lights back up, and a couple of minutes later, they got it running. But when the thing stops, my brother turns to me and he says, "Is this the big M Night Shyamalan twist? There is no movie." Dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I give you seventy percent of a first act. Uh, surprise. That was the, like, that was the, the first M. Night Shyamalan movie I saw in theaters. Also the last one I saw in theaters. And the only one I've seen after that is Unbreakable. Mm. Well, no. It did come out before. I, I did also, I, I take that back. I did also go see the movie that shall not be named uh, Avatar. Last I don't think things like I don't think bad. things like this are fair. It really bugs me when people so act bad. like a movie. It bothers me when people act like a movie does not exist. Like it, it, you know, it was really just like the person so disrespectful to like the source I, material. I understand that, but every movie has like a costume designer who works very hard a grip who works very hard, a continuity coordinator who works very hard. And for these people, you know, just like a bunch of extras who like dutifully stood around quietly in the background for 10 hours. For all of these people, I don't feel comfortable being like, the movie doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. We don't talk about it. You know, nothing like this ever happened. Like, no, there's human beings behind it. You need to take yes. them into account. They got and hold paid. Them high. They got pa pa paid. They can move on. That would be something that I definitely would not put on my resume. But like, I mean, yeah, like they're 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 
fine. I I don't think that's necessarily disrespecting the people who worked on that film to be like, look, I'm sorry, but <laughs> this turned out bad. What what I don't get is is like, well, I mean, I I on on one hand, like as an artist and someone who went through art school like i i get having to make artistic choices of, of like hey when mm-hmm. you're adapting something you might have to change one or two things um and stuff like that and but the thing is is that like some of these decisions are also made by executives and stuff that aren't really thinking about it in like an artistic sense or 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 in a way that like hey this will make more sense for the story they're thinking about it more of like hey if we change this one thing and have the main character be like white passing or stuff like that then it'll it'll make more money right and so they're like so that's the change we need to make now you guys make it happen (laughs) and they're just like Really? Seriously? Like, some of this stuff is so easy to get. It's like, how, like, mm-hmm. this source material is so good. Like, yeah. there's certain things you can cut out. Like, that makes sense. But to make certain changes to, to these things, it's just like, what were you thinking? Like, this makes no sense. It, it's terrible. So, <laughs> that's just me. I'm also not scared to just be, be like this is bad <laughs> you guys i can't handle up. it like <laughs> it takes you know the procedure you see in movies like they're gonna like set a nuclear bomb off and like three guys have keys and they all have to turn the keys at the same time yeah. that's the procedure i need to go through to say that i dislike something <laughs> like it's like we're in some sort of nightmare condition if i use the word dislike <laughs> That's so funny. Good, that's good. Uh, let's see. Speaking of, well, let, let me get some of this uh Comic Con news oh. out of the way here because I I don't have yeah. much. There were just two things that I wanted to mention. Uh, Melissa, have you seen The Witcher on Netflix? <laughs> I've seen a couple non consecutive minutes of it. Okay, I like the song. <laughs> Um, it it was a good show. It's based off of a series of books. There's also been video game adaptions, uh, and The Witcher Three is super super popular, uh, and often considered one of the best games. Uh, but they announced a prequel series, uh, to the show. They, they've announced a couple like spinoffs of the show because the show did so so well and of course it's henry mm. cavill uh if, if you didn't know i know no you're not on twitter all that much but like a week or two ago henry cavill was just like i'm gonna film myself building a computer and the internet went wild of just like oh, oh my god his arms look at his arms and he's adorable right what is this yes he's so hot oh my god and he's, he's confused <sighs> it's so adorable i would <laughs> How long was it? Was it like four hours? Because I'd watch all of that. I, I, I don't know if it was like his first time making one or not, <sighs> but it seemed like it seemed like it went on for a while uh, of him just <laughs> looking confused, <laughs> which mm. is about what happened for me when I made mine. I was just sitting here, just like, uh, I I I think that's plugged into the right thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, that that was good. But they've they've announced uh, in 
they announced in anime film i think like six months ago almost yeah. uh, like a couple months after the show premiered uh but then during comic-con they announced a prequel series set like sometime before the actual show uh and of course they're working on season two uh and then in other comic-con news marvel announced the debut date for their last hulu original show this is the last one that Mm -hmm. they were on contract for besides all of the like everything's now gonna be on disney plus they have a show called hellstrom um which i don't know anything about that character i've never heard this word (laughs) It, so in in the comics, it's spelled H E L L S T R O M. The TV show only uses one L. They got rid <laughs> so of one of the So it's safe for my mom. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's mom safe. Um, <laughs> but it sounds an awful lot like Lucifer. Hmm. Except instead of Satan himself, it's Satan's son, Hellstrom. Uh, and he has now come to Earth, and he is now solving crimes. <laughs> he is now detective. <laughs> so I like. So it's also so it's also like little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> it's little Nicky, the t- TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Remember a couple weeks ago, we were talking about movies that should have TV spin Little Nicky is not one of those. <laughs> Little Nicky is back 20 years later. It's a crime drama. That, that, so Little Nicky is also one of those movies that I like. I think everyone has just completely forgotten about until mm-hmm. someone mentions it. And then they're just like, oh, God, why? Like, <laughs> I think the knowledge is valuable. Uh, I just want to let you know that any insignificant piece of pop cultural ephemera is so important to me it's a good one to pull out of your back pocket just to be like wild card (laughs) little (laughs) nikki right (laughs) i want to be good at uh, good at pulls as the comedy folks call them good at references like that yeah but this this is in in interesting one and i that's the thing like i don't know if they're gonna do more than one season since hmm, yeah. all of the shows uh, are now going to be on Disney Plus, um, we also don't know if this one is going to be tying into the MCU. I don't think it will be, but the MCU is also starting to get into multiverse stuff. Um, yeah. So who knows? There's also, I mean, uh, also on Hulu, Marvel did their Runaways show, mm-hmm. which was really, really, really good and then i don't think it was on hulu but uh runaways crossed over with the cloak and dagger show where Um, did cloak and dagger air i think it was on like abc huh okay i think Hmm. okay which is owned by disney yeah yeah make sense but yeah and then it was on hulu that only did two seasons runaways did three uh they were planning a spinoff of Marvel's Agents of Shield to be on Hulu, focused on Ghost Rider, um, 
They, so, was Ghost Rider on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes, he was, and he was fantastic. The the, 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 the actor that did him, I think, I, I don't remember his name, but yeah, it was great. Um, he made a, a couple appearances on that show and then kind of left to go do his own thing, and then they were like, hey, Marvel's working on a spinoff, a Ghost Rider TV show. And this was kind of right like a year or two after some of the Ghost Rider comics started being really, really good. They like rebooted his whole his whole thing and people really liked it. Who knows? Elstrom might just get one season for all of that stuff. But who knows? Hey, so is Ghost Rider just a flaming skull or underneath his leather jacket is he also a skeleton? Uh... I didn't, you know, good question. <laughs> does he take the jacket off? Does he have bone arms or does he have flesh arms? I would assume bone. I, I would assume he's a skeleton, Ooh. but okay, I don't know. I'm seeing um a picture of him where he does have skeleton hands, but again, I I want to see those arms, like Henry Cavill. I want to see those arms. I don't like. I, I don't read enough. <laughs> Things with Ghost Rider in them. The current Avengers series right now has Ghost Rider in that. Um, <laughs> Sam is like, does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I, I know there are multiple ghost writers and they take multiple different forms and stuff like that. Yeah, like there's uh, Johnny Blaze mm-hmm. and Robbie Reyes, at least according to my Google image yep. search for ghost writer. Robbie is the Just any of one. Them. That was the one that was on Agents of Shield, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, and I don't know. <laughs> God, this is God. too much about ghost writer. Speaking of another form of uh, biker, <laughs> yeah. So sure. you know the show Sons of Anarchy. I do. Okay. I haven't so my dad watched it, but I haven't either. But my dad uh, understandably watched all of it, and he was telling me once. I never saw any of it. Like I just see it in passing, mm-hmm. and it's just like men in leather vests having very tense conversations. And he mentioned that they've got like this uh, rival bike gang, and they're going to spin that rival bike gang off into another series. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, they're they're, and they're then making I see some com- kind of spinoff show. I don't remember what it's called, but it's yeah. it's called Mayans. Yes. Mayans MC yes. Mayans Motorcycle Club. I've seen the logo, but I don't know how much of the logo is the literal official title of the thing. But I saw a commercial for it on the TV at the gym once, and it's these bikers. Roll, you know, driving down this desert road, or, or not a desert road, road. I think it's like a prairie. I think there are plants. And as they drive down the road, like the plants like wither and die and the earth is scorched. And I thought, this is a magic realism. This is a supernatural <laughs> biker series. I didn't know. This is spun out from Sons of Anarchy. Has Sons of Anarchy been supernatural the whole time? And I asked my dad about it and he's like, No. No, it isn't. I think that's just a metaphor. That was not literally happening in the commercial. I thought it was 
idea. Well, this has been duped. I was so disappointed that there wasn't just like a biker trauma that was like, oh yeah, and um, also it is supernatural. What's what's a movie that you've seen that is like super realistic that you think would benefit from some kind of supernatural? Something? I have a side story from this in our theater we would go to all the time they've got like one of those uh big video movie posters out in the lobby where it's just like a tv screen Mm -hmm. set up vertically like a movie poster and it'll play like short clips or basically like you know video posters like a gif like they turned a movie poster into a gif yeah some of them are short clips some of them got audio bits to them whatever netflix and i had a bunch with daredevil and all their marvel stuff yeah i remember those So I had like glanced at this thing as I'm walking uh, into the theater and then I'm standing in line and then I hear this voice, this little kid's voice say, Mrs. Gray, we'll see you now. And I turn around in the movie post. It's a poster for like one of the Fifty Shades sequels, oh, whoever the last one was. I don't 50 know. Fifty Shades and Darker, I think, was the second yeah. one or something. I don't yeah. know. Those are bad. And. Th- and then I and I heard this kid's voice, like this kid's voice saying it. I'm like, why is a kid's voice saying this? Is this a ghost? And then I looked and there's like a little kid just standing looking at the poster, just reading the text because they're like five years old and they, that is easy know. text yeah. to read. Yeah, Mrs. Gray, we'll see you now. Oh, that's a sentence I can figure out. Those are, these are letters I know. And I'm like, oh, that little kid's voice was not part of a video. Okay. And then I thought... There's all this controversy around the Fifty Shades series. What if, amongst all of that, it is they live in a haunted house and nobody well, has just brought it up because there's so many other things people are talking about? What if that has been true the entire time and it's just never gotten on anybody's radar? Nobody's like, eh, let's talk about the haunted house aspect of it next. Actually, I'm... Isn't it Twilight fan fiction? Like it's it's like a side story, like Twilight fan fiction that someone wrote. That was that, how like... it was originated, and I thought like it had just had all the vampire stuff removed, all the supernatural stuff had been removed from it to make a story of normal humans. Let's but add for that some one ghosts. moment, I thought, yeah. But for that one moment, I thought, what if there is something spooky in here, and they live in a house with a ghost child? Yeah, I have no proof that they don't get some more spooky boobs up in here you know <laughs> um but yeah it yeah <laughs> that that would be interesting that to, to have a movie start out like that like you think it's gonna be some like 50 shades thing and then it ends up being like more of a what's the, what's the what's that stephen king one that like gerald's game or something I I don't remember. There's one where uh, they made a movie. I think it was like a Netflix original or Hulu original. And it's like this husband and wife are away on this vacation. And she is strapped down to the bed. They're about to have sexy time and do all of that stuff. And then her husband has a heart attack and dies. Like while she is like like caught there. And she has to like figure out what to do or or something like that. I, oh. I I I don't know. But what if that? But like supernatural. Like there is like a ghost like haunting them. 
or something. That would be an interesting mm-hmm. one. I was yeah. thinking of, uh, let's see, I, I, I was, I, I don't know why I've never seen it, but I, the movie that popped in my mind was like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, right? <laughs> I, I would love if Gary Oldman was psychic as part of that. <laughs> Sure, yeah, so, so, something like that. Just something that's like, uh, yeah. like do what they did. Uh, what was that? There's the show that is the horror anthology that we watched on the review show. The first season was them up in the... Oh, Arctic. the terror. Yes, the terror. What if yeah. they did something like that, but for like zero dark... <laughs> where yeah. it's like some, here's some yeah. like Black Hawk down, like military sci-fi thing. And it actually ends up being some kind of sci-fi supernatural, like what the hell is going on here? Yeah, yeah. I, the James Bonding, not James Bonding, I got sorry. It. It's- Paul Blart Mall Cop. That's what needs a ghost. <laughs> a go- Paul Blart Haunted Mall. Paul Blart Haunted Mall Cop. Paul Blart Haunted Mall Cop. Paul Blart Crypt Cop. <laughs> yes. The, the, the mall, it's, it's Halloween. The mall has, has like completely revamped <laughs> its stores. Decorations are out. It's, it's about to be one of those malls where all the kids come to trigger tree at the mall. Uh, which is still a weird thing for me, but I, yeah. Uh, that'd be really funny. Oh, my God. Or how yeah. about Paul Blart Underworld Cop, <laughs> where uh, the devil himself, or <laughs> Paul perhaps... Blart just shows up in the midst of the Underworld movies. just like, what's going on here, guys? I'm picturing, like... the lichens. I don't know, like... We need to defeat the lichens. Picturing um a hell, an underworld, a purgatory, uh, a Hades, Paul Blart Hades cop, where, where the devil, a devil comes to him and is like, I've heard about your heroics. You know how to keep a place safe, locked down, <laughs> secure, make sure no soul escapes from hell, Paul Blart. Instead of a segue, you're going to have... Okay, so it's still bad. a segue, but there's skulls on the wheels and it's on fire. <laughs> Paul, Paul Blart, Blart Ghost Rider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we both came to that at the same time. <laughs> and he does wear short sleeves, so you can tell that he's got skeleton arms, because that's what I want. That's the name of the episode. Paul Blart and Ghost Rider. <laughs> Good stuff. But to answer your question about a thing that another thing that should be supernatural, the James Bond podcast Spectre, which mm-hmm. I have appeared on. I am on the Moonraker episode if you would like to listen. Go check it out. They're always talking about how, because in Live and Let Die, which is the first Roger Moore James Bond movie. It's set in uh, New Orleans, and the villain is like, has like quasi voodoo ties. I've not seen this movie yet, so I can't tell you exactly what it is. But they're talking about how 
they wish that all James Bond movies were like 7% supernatural. Mm, yeah. And I'm really down for that. A friend of mine and I spent a long time trying to think if there are any spooky spy movies. If the world of the supernatural paranormal horror has ever hit espionage. And we couldn't name any. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, supernatural spy. Let's see what Google tells us. Supernatural. Or like a horror movie. Right, so I'm Googling spy horror movie and it's like, do you want Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy? And I'm like, I don't think it's a horror movie. My spy certainly is not. The spy who dumped me isn't. Bridge of Spies? Argo? No. <laughs> I want a horror movie that's go. also a legitimately good spy movie. I what do you have? can't speak for how good it is, but The Rook is a supernatural spy thriller which tells the story of uh, my fanway Thomas, I don't know how to pronounce that name, a woman who wakes up uh, in the rain beside London's Millennium Bridge with no memory Ooh. of who she is and no way to explain uh, the circle of latex gloved dead bodies splayed around her. Uh, when she discovers she is a high-ranking official in the uh, Chike, I, I have no idea, uh, Britain's last tr truly secret service uh, for mm. people with paranormal abilities. Uh, she will have to navigate the dangerous and complex world of the agency to uncover who wiped her memory and why she okay. is a target. Um. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 45% on the tomato meter with an average audience score of 82%. I'm looking at it on IMDb and it has a 6.8, which I think is also exactly what The Vast of Night had. Yeah. Uh, that is a 6.7. Like that. And I, I just watched that and enjoyed it a bit. I would watch something on that same numerical rating. Wait, is this a movie or a TV show? It's a. It looks like it's a series. Oh. Rook, season one. How many episodes is this? Eight episodes. Oh, it was on Stars. I don't think I have access to Stars. Olivia Munn in there mm -hmm. he's not the main character but james darcy heard that name before i don't know yeah huh there you go supernatural spy tv show huh. Okay, well, we've got one. At least one person tried it. That's good. The book? <laughs> the book? There's a book called SSS, The Supernatural Spy Academy. By it sounds Song. like it is for young adults. It looks, is it? It looks like it. 
Not that I begrudge the young adults for having a Supernatural spy series. They should. I wish I had one. But as an adult, like, I want, like, a sexy Supernatural spy series. I want one where there's a spy who has to, like, wine and dine and get information out of, like, a succubus. That's who should be spies is, like, succubi and incubi. There you go. You know, take your whole James Bond sleeps with all the ladies trope and, Have them sleep with a real nightmare. Yeah, supernatural that on up. There's lots of opportunities. Well, who knows? Maybe <laughs> Tenet will be something. Yeah. You don't know. I'm just picturing James Bond drawing a circle with salt on the ground, and, he, and he, there's a pentagram, and he lights five candles, and then he summons Q. He's like, Q, I don't know how my watch works. What we need, need Ultimately, what we need is we need a... Uh, like a 1970s James Bond-styled Nick Fury movie mm, where he t- teams up yeah. with the Sorcerer Supreme before uh, the the Doctor Strange that we know. Stephen Strange. They need the, like, he teams up with some Sorcerer Supreme from, like, before him. It's like a supernatural spy or it's or it's whoever is the sorcerer supreme of the, of the London sanctum, and then you get like yeah. a real James Bond well, flavor with it. I, I I think I think the way the sorcerer supremes work is there's only one per oh like okay universe like they they that 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 is why they have that title. They are the <laughs> so, sorcerer okay, supreme. So you, okay, so if you're in charge of a sanctum, you're just like sorcerer. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. You're like wonderful wizard. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> wizard wonderful and the sorcerer supreme. <laughs> That's good. That's funny. Uh well in some good news, a mm. long time ago, Melissa, you and I did an episode of the review show on an audio drama podcast called the earth collective yes uh just yesterday i think or the day before before they finally reached out to us on twitter and was like oh my god we're so sorry uh i don't know how we missed this until now but thank you so much for for uh for hacking it out and stuff yeah uh so they were like hey we 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 hope you guys will enjoy season three when that comes out as well and i was like definitely we would yeah. love love to see where it takes us. So yeah, stuff, that's one so. of the reasons why I love covering audio dramas. Mm-hmm. Is that oh, the people who make them are probably out on Twitter searching for the name of their thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like it feels like more personal and direct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's a much smaller community, mm-hmm. and while they're definitely are some names that are like the superstars of the community it's still mm-hmm. just like like i they're they're not famous no. <laughs> you know so it's good stuff it's ev- everyday normal people but yeah that that that, that that's yeah. good that i i saw i saw i saw that on twitter and that made me smile so i was just like oh mm-hmm. good. thank you good thank you. yay Last but not least, let's wrap this up. I I wanted to check out some of these Emmy nominations, uh, because uh, 
Mr. Robot got robbed. Let's just start with that. I don't understand why people are not up on how good Mr. Robot is. That's the thing. What else are they doing? Like, the show has done so, so well. But I, the one, like, well, maybe it was this thing was its first season. The fact that it is, Mm -hmm. like, so earnest with with it being like hey this is one part fight club one part v for vendetta it hadn't really morphed into its own thing yet and season one is also kind of complete like i i can see a lot of people falling off after that i've just been like okay they did that they did the hack good for them (laughs) that was it they won yeah, I don't need to know who's knocking on Elliot's door. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm but okay. Like, like that, that would be like the one thing of 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 stuff like that of of, of just like eh, like I I can see how people would have fallen off. But yeah, it's it's gotten so many awards for its first three seasons, or at least has been nominated for a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. This year didn't get a single nomination. And it's just like, holy moly, because, I mean, we, we covered season four on the mm-hmm. review show a week or two ago. Season four only ended last December. Yeah. And episode seven of season four blew my mind. It was so good. Season four of Mr. Robot is some of the best. It's maybe the best television I have ever seen. It is phenomenal, and there's nothing, nothing. I don't like. I don't, so so they... best drama was uh-huh. Better Call Saul, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, and The Mandalorian. I know people are very excited about Killing Eve, which I've been wanting to watch. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to it yet. Handmaid's Tale like, is phenomenal. I've only seen, I think, season one and two of that, though, or at least I've I've at least seen season one. I don't remember if I've seen season two. Better Call Saul is incredible, uh, and a lot of people are sleeping on that. I don't know anything about The Crown. I've heard it's good, but it's not a show for me. Mandalorian is absolutely a show for me. I liked it. I would absolutely I wa- take it off of of this yes, and put Mister yes. Robot on there. As much as I love the Mandalorian, no, I'm sorry, Mister Robot is so much better. What? what like it's they only had Yoda. one. They only had room for one robot, and so they've got a picture of Christian Slater, and they've got a picture of like the, the Taiko Atiti robot, and they're like. Let's pick the robot that is a robot. Uh, oh, I, here's yeah, three I, more. I, I I missed some here. O- o- Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. Yeah. I'm fine with taking off Stranger Things and Ozark from that list. I watched season one of Ozark. It was fine. It was like it it was kind of on the tail end of Breaking Bad of just like this. Guy who seems to be a good guy ends up getting into some deep shit and just keeps digging himself deeper and deeper. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but all of these people are one person and honestly, kind of a letdown. Yeah. What, Jason Bateman's only playing Jason Bateman? Pretty much. Um, yeah, they didn't do that. Let's see. 
best limited series. I hope Watchmen gets that. I still haven't watched that, but just from the response, I haven't heard of mm-hmm. any else, anything else. Like this is the only one that I've heard of on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, let's see, what's something else we might want to mention? Um, I don't know. Do you have a category that's standing out? to you here uh, i don't know i clicked i clicked on the link and i couldn't read it because i've apparently clicked on too many other new york times links oh, this month man. and i can't look at anymore okay well let's see. i guess i can just google emmy nominees yeah i'm sure they're up there somewhere uh best television movie there's american son bad education dolly parton's heartstrings el camino a breaking bad movie uh unbreakable God, kimmy there's... schmidt Kimmy versus the eight Reverend. Of, eight of these series. They they didn't put them in anywhere. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Reality competition, the masked singer, nailed it, RuPaul's drag race, Top Chef, the voice. What happened to the circle? I I heard a lot of people going crazy about that one. Was that this year or was that I do not know. I'm not a big reality. TV fan. Um, what the heck is the morning show? I've never heard of that's, these. That's that was on Apple Plus or at whatever. Oh, Apple okay. TV. That's why no one has heard of that one. Um, I don't. Is Euphoria also an Apple that's, TV thing? Mm, no, I think that one's HBO. I think that's the one with. Um, Zendaya. Yes, her. I was, I was trying to figure that that out. Whatever her name was. Uh, documentary or nonfiction series. There's American Masters from PBS, Hillary from Hulu, McMillions from HBO, The Last Dance from ESPN, and Tiger King, Murder Mayhem, and Madness. Uh, documentary or nonfiction special. There's the Apollo on HBO, the Beastie Boys story on Apple TV, uh, Becoming on Netflix, The Great Hack on Netflix, and Laurel Canyon, A Place in Time. I don't know, man. Like I, I yeah, like I, I looked through these earlier. I, I don't. I don't know. Like, there's not much on here that I'm excited about. There's certain things of like, I I feel like Watchmen will take its category for best miniseries, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But no, Mr. Robot. I'm I'm so upset. I need to write I them don't... an angry letter. I mean, we 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 did four whole podcast episodes about it. What else could we do? Right. Christian Slater, mother approved. <laughs> Parents love him. Yeah. Parents love him. Rami Malek. D- I'm sure my parents like him too. They've seen at least the first two Night at the Museum films. Yeah. He he played Freddie Mercury in the Queen b- b- biopic. I think biopic, they saw that too. Say that. Yeah. Know him. You'll love him. Now you can see him hooked on drugs. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <sighs> well, that that should I think wrap us up uh, for this one. 
little bit of housekeeping though before we get out of here i'm sure you've heard us mention a million times on today's show but we have multiple podcasts here at the whatnots you guys can find out more information on our website thewhatnots.com or on your favorite podcasting platform of choice just type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up there Uh, if you guys like what we do patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month uh, at our three dollar tier we give out all sorts of exclusive content from all of our shows uh, we are getting ready to put up the third uh, in the series for the reactor core that uh, that, uh, yeah. that yo and I have been doing. Melissa, we have been reacting to movie trailers from different decades, um, mm-hmm. and we are about to do one from the 2010s, so much more recent films, stuff like that. But that one was a lot of fun uh that i actually that one ended up i think being like an hour and a half almost (laughs) it's a lot of content it it is yeah i like i always expect us to just be like it's just gonna be a half an hour thing because it's a no it's an extra patreon exclusive thing but no we we actually spend some time breaking them down and watching a bunch of trailers it's fun it's good you guys should go check it out um Big thanks to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you so much, Sam, who has been in the chat with us. Thank Uh, you, Sam. Yeah, thank you so much for helping us out and supporting us, for keeping the mics on. Uh, We love you dearly for the support. It's been great. Mm -hmm. That being said, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. You can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with our show, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Go like, share, subscribe, do your thing, tell a friend, tell a foe. Uh, I think we're still sitting at 82 subscribers on YouTube. Mm. So now that we have our, our brand new look, same great taste. Uh, you, you, you guys should uh, go help spread spread the word. Spread the word. Be like, hey, go go subscribe to them on YouTube. We're hoping to make it to one hundred. Yeah. yeah, faces. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a good one. But you know, there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, that wraps us up though. So let's get out of here. This has been episode one hundred and five of the captain's log. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.